Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to you out in Jetsland. The Jets have another victory Monday under their belt. We got six in a row. Johnny's getting his ice cream again. If you guys didn't see, Johnny got talked down to by a Bills fan at the game and he told him, not today, not today. Johnny gets his ice cream. Jets stomp out the Bills. Clearly, we are the best team in the division. Sticking to it. <laughs> oh, man, this is exciting. Jets haven't had a victory this meaningful, this impactful for our fan base, for our team, for our franchise. Since probably the Jets-Patriots game, I mean, maybe you can argue the overtime game in 2015, but I would go back to like the playoff game in 2010. That was the game that really like, that was the last wow one for me. Like real, like a real, like, oh man, this is like, this is legit. We're about to win a Super Bowl. Um, whatever. So you guys talking about Brady Quinn and his comments, the Jets roasting him. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the overtime show. Oh, it's great. Anthony Becht, a real dude. Real dude. <laughs> Screw you, Brady Quinn. Then you see the Jets kind of uh, throwing a little bit of shade at the Bills. If you didn't see, the Bills have a uh, picture released of what their new stadium mock-up is going to look like. And in the background, the little teeny tiny writing on the scoreboard, it said Bills 27, Jets 3, or whatever, Jets 10, whatever the score was. It was like something, like some arbitrary score that they just threw up there. The Jets went in. Zoomed in, <laughs> edited it, and reposted it. Jets winning 20 to 17. <laughs> Whoever's running the media team and the social media stuff over for the Jets, ah, uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Really, really enjoy that one. Uh, what do we got? What are we drinking tonight? Got a Jack Daniels down home punch. That's really sweet. It's all right. All right, not too bad, not too shabby, if I will say so myself. All right, we're gonna do this the same way we do it every week. We're gonna start phone calls at 8.30. I'll give you guys my thoughts up until that point. We'll talk to the uh, the chat, kind of give you guys some uh, some thoughts there. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll go to the phones. You get three minutes to plead your case and after three minutes, that's it. That's You're right. out of here. Get the chicken. Chicken is ruthless. I love it. All right, let's go position group by position group. We'll kind of talk through uh, some of my notes that I made, as well as some of my thoughts after having a day to sleep on everything. I gotta get better handwriting. <laughs> This <laughs> is sloppy stuff. Um, all right, so let's start on the defensive side of the ball. The safety play. We did not get beat deep. That was the big question mark, I think, for uh, our Jets defense. Because you knew Allen was going to get some of his. Like, he, he was going to get the yardage. He was going to score some touchdowns. Like, the guy's dominant. But don't get beat deep. If you cannot get beat deep, then you're not having those explosive plays. You're not, you know, taking everything off the top. Whitehead almost had two interceptions. Had the one early in the game, 
save the Jets, really save Braden Man from having like a terrible kick. What was that? He stepped on the tee <laughs> on the opening kickoff. How do you step? I was a kicker. How do you step on the tee? I, like I'm, I've never hit the pro circuit, <laughs> but like as a, as a pure amateur, I've never stepped on a tee. Very weird. Anyway, safety play. Very good. Didn't get beat deep. Like that. Like getting the turnovers. Whitehead, you got to hold on to that second interception. But I'll give you a pass this week. Rest of the secondary, corners. Do the Jets have the best cornerbacks in the league? That's a rhetorical question because the answer is yes. 100% yes. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, easily the best tandem. And you could say the best trio with Michael Carter as well. And that's like not to throw like shade at Eccles and Hall and like the backups as well. Like we are deep. Our starters from last year could be starters on other teams. We just got better dudes. Love it. Love it. Secondary was awesome. Sauce Gardner gets himself his second pick of his career. And this was a big one. This was like, if you had to pick a game for him to get an interception in against Josh Allen to like really set the Jets up nicely. I like that one. This kid's good. Let's keep him a while. <laughs> like maybe his entire career. He might be the best rookie Jet I've ever seen. And that's like... I don't even, like, I'm not sure who I would even compare it to. I, I mean, I, there's probably guys from when I was younger that I just don't as vividly remember, I guess. But going from, like, like, have we ever had a rookie that was considered, like, a top five player at their position, let alone a position of, like, extreme importance? <laughs> like, we're not talking about, like, a nose tackle or, like, uh, I shouldn't say a nose tackle is not important. That's, that, that's not what I mean. But, like, um... When you think of like super important positions, it's quarterback, it's cornerback, it's left tackle, it's pass rusher. The Jets don't generally have many of those. Um, but man, Sauce is having a hell of a year. Might be our best rookie of all time. Uh, hopefully he keeps it going, stays healthy, all that good stuff, because he is on pace for a defensive rookie of the year. I do think Tariq Woolen's probably given him a little bit of a run out in Seattle, but I do think because the exposure... And the amount of snaps that Sauce has. I think Sauce has like double the snaps of Wallen. So I don't I don't know if it's going to be super close. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. So secondary-wise, big fan. We were tackling. We were hitting guys. That's great. Linebacker-wise, CJ Mosley is a dude. If we could keep CJ Mosley for next year, I would be very, very happy. I'm hoping there's some magic we can work with his contract where maybe he gets paid the money he would have gotten paid for next year, but he gets it in a signing bonus that now like stretches across the remaining years of his contract. That's what I would like to see happen. I would like to retain CJ Mosley. This was coming from someone that like, I was pretty like confident CJ Mosley was not going to be here next year. But I think because the Jets are winning, because of how CJ Mosley is playing in these wins and the leadership role that he has clearly taken on for this team, he 100% deserves to be here if you can hold on to him. Not to mention, linebacker's just a tough position for us right now. Like, Quan's on a one-year deal. I'm pretty sure Quincy's done after this year as far as, like, his contract goes. So what do you do, right? Like, you're going to have to draft someone and bring other guys in. Like, if you can retain your top one in C.J. Mosley, what is he, 29? I don't, I don't know if he's 30 yet. Still got some time. I like it. I thought he was going to lose a little bit of a step, but he's actually, he's thumping. You saw when he came back onto the field after the injury... You saw the impact he had. And Sherwood played well. 
had five tackles and a half a sack. Linebackers flying all over the place. Quincy Williams, Quan Alexander, violent. Though that's the only way I can describe this linebacking core. They are violent. If they get an opportunity to punch someone in the mouth, to hit someone in the chin, <laughs> they are going for it. They have like heat-seeking missiles coming out of that like linebacker row right there. Wild stuff. Loving the linebackers. And then what's not to like about our defensive line? We just lost Sheldon Rankins for what appears to be four to six weeks, which means he's missing three to five games. I, I don't know. You got Solomon Thomas. You got, uh, who else you got? You got Nathan Shepard. Got a few guys you could kick into D-tackle. I would really like to see John Franklin Myers kick inside next to Quinn. He's only played 14 snaps at D-tackle this entire year. So maybe it's something that they don't want to move him into considering he's having the best season of his career, which is kind of bonkers for me because he's had the two penalties that have like really hurt us. But do they kick him inside? And then they get an opportunity to see Huff and Lawson, or uh, sorry, Huff and Clemens and, and Johnson uh, opposite of Lawson. It's gonna be fascinating to see what they do there. I do like this. And Quinnen Williams gets another sack. This dude has seven sacks on the season. He leads all interior interior defensive linemen, and he has a career high in sacks already. Dude's got eight games left. Eight games. Quinnen Williams is gonna get a fat contract. I'm gonna guess. So right now, I want to say. Aaron Donald is probably 30 million, 31 million, somewhere right around that. I think it's 30 million. The next three interior defensive lineman contracts are like all at 20 to 21 million. It's like Leonard Williams, um, Chris Jones. What am I missing? I'm missing some Buckner, maybe? Maybe missing. Maybe I think Buckner's the other one. Quinnen's going to get paid. I bet Quinnen gets a four year. Maybe it's a three-year extension or something like that. Nah, I'm going to say four-year deal, $100 million. I think it's $25 million a year. Jets will make him the highest paid defensive tackle that isn't Aaron Donald. And they'll, they'll clear it by a pretty decent margin, I think. I do think the salary cap is going to explode at some point because the new TV contracts, I believe, are set to kick in. Is it 2023? I don't know if it's 2023 or 2024. But I think Quinnen gets $25 million a year. And he's earned every penny of it. Now, as far as Huff goes, Huff is going into the final eight games of his contract as well. He will not be an unrestricted free agent, though. He will be a restricted free agent, meaning he has not completed a full three years in the league to hit unrestricted free agency. So what does that mean? You have, I saw someone post four tags. I only know three. There's three tags that you can use. There's the original round tender, so Huff was a undrafted free agent. So if you had a, an original round tender placed on him, I believe it's $2 million. Uh, and someone would have to give you a seventh round pick to get him. Jets aren't going to do that. That would be a very, very bad move. Then you have the second round tender, which I believe is like three or $4 million. And if he gets signed away, this is a one-year deal. If he gets signed away, you get a second round pick from that team that signs him. I'll be honest. He's better than a second round pick. <laughs> I'm not tagging him with a second round pick. First round tender, $6 million. That's what I'm doing. 
I'm hitting him with the first round tender and I'm trying to work out a contract extension. Give him like two years, 14 million, fully guaranteed. Just say like, hey, look, you could have had one year, six million, played on that. But then you run the risk of like, does someone actually sign him away from us? Like if he has, if he goes off the last eight games of the season and the Jets place a first round tender on him and like the, the Bills or what, like a team that's going to be picking in the mid to late 20s, it's like, oh yeah, no, we want a pass rusher and Huff's going to be better than any guy we're going to draft at the end of the first round. Oh, I think you hit him with the first round tender. You figure it out. Hopefully you give him a contract extension. I'd like to see it. But if not, if you had to get a second first round pick for this year, um, that's, I guess, not the, the worst thing either. Uh, J-Boy says, three weeks ago, I told you we was beating the Bills. I told you the Jets uh, match up well against the Bills. I just didn't think we were going to beat them. They are juggernauts. But if you can drop all your secondary pieces, your linebackers, and you just kind of spy and you allow your front four to get pressure on, on Allen, that's how you win. And the Jets abused that offensive line. Five sacks of Josh Allen. Wild. Uh, Ab Lab, I see you saying, uh, if we get rid of Corey Davis, how much does that clear? I believe it's $11 million. Um, I have to pull it up. Let me, let me see. Let me, let me, let me make some magic happen. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about our, our cap space as well. Um, all right. So going into 2023, the Jets are slated to have about $23 million in salary cap space, including the rollover that we have this year, assuming that is accurate. It's saying we have about $5 million in salary cap space right now, and we have just under 19 million in salary cap space for next year. Uh, our big pending free agents, uh, Connor McGovern, LaMarcus Joyner, George Fant, Sheldon Rankins, Quan Alexander, Quincy Williams, Solomon Thomas, Nate Herbig, Will Parks, Nathan Shepard, James Robinson is a restricted free agent, so you can tag him as well. Uh, Vinnie Curry, Ty Johnson, Zerline, Huff, Jeff Smith, Mike White, Kenny Yab. Boa is an exclusive rights free agent. Um, so really the big ones I'm probably looking at here, it's definitely Huff. I would like to hold on to James Robinson one more year. He's so young and for the restricted free agent price, like tag him with a second round tender. He's not going anywhere. No one's going to, no one's given, given up a second round pick for him. I don't think. And if they do, fine. We have two <laughs> good running backs anyway. I don't care. Uh, but I do want to see him hang around a little bit. Herbig had a great game yesterday. Great game. Dude was all over the place. Like to the point where if you could bring him back, like maybe you sign him for cheap and you let AVT play tackle. <laughs> like that's, it's, it's, that's where my head's almost at. Solomon Thomas, I'd probably let walk. Quincy Williams, I want to retain him. I don't know what it's going to cost to get him. Him and Alexander are really the ones that are interesting to me. I guess I would hold on to, I mean, if you could hold on to both why not but you might offer similar contracts to both of them i do wonder if there's any like concern like oh hey you're not gonna re-sign quincy williams like is quinn gonna be a little bit bent out of shape i hope not i don't know if we've ever had to deal with like actual siblings on a team before um quan alexander i do want him back um and then mcgovern what do you do at center 
I think we wind up drafting a center. I I would be surprised if we brought McGovern back for any substantial amount of money. I'd be a little surprised there. As far as guys you could cut, um, you you could cut Carl Lawson, saves you $15 million. Um, he's one I'd like to extend and, and do sort of the same thing I said with CJ Mosley. You know, hey, Lawson, we want you back. You know, we want you here for the next three years. We want you here for our Super Bowl run. That's what's going to happen. We want you here for the next three years. That's the window. Before Zach gets a big contract, if that's where it's headed. Corey Davis, something similar. So you save $10.5 million if you cut him. I've seen a lot of people say we got to move on from Corey Davis. Corey Davis is, is Zach Wilson's favorite target right now. I would be open to the idea of moving on from him at the end of the season if we see that like Mims and and uh, Wilson have really you know caught fire. Then you have those two, and then maybe you, you keep Barrios and more. Um, I like Davis. I mean, he just he seems. I don't want to say he seems clutch. I mean, I like I like Davis a lot. He did have the issues with drops last year. I know people kind of give him a, a little bit of shit for that, but like, I don't know. I think for his cap hit next year, his cap hits $11 million. For a, That's like, what is that, number two wide receiver money? <laughs> that's like, that's really good. I don't know. I think it would be a mistake to move on from him. Uh, Quinnen obviously needs the big contract. You could move on from JFM if you wanted to. $5.2 million in savings there. CJ Mosley um where is his cj saves 6.5 so they restructured that that's interesting maybe they plan on restructuring it again anyway that'll be interesting to see how they do that tomlinson could save you 8.8 that would be a bad move becton doesn't save you anything barrios saves you five whitehead saves you seven Dwayne brown saves you five Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. How many people do we have under contract? For next year, we have 35 players under contract. <laughs> we got seven picks, so you're going up to 42 players, plus free agents, plus, uh, you know, undrafted free agents, that sort of stuff. You, we're going to have to sign some guys. It's going to be an interesting offseason. This is going to be the one I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see how Douglas kind of handles this one, because there's a lot of ways to uh, skin a cat. Guys, if you don't know, there is a poll question in the live chat right now. Will the Jets make the playoffs? There's three possible answers. Yes, as a division winner. Yes, as a wild card. Or no. Right now, the Jets, per ESPN analytics, the Jets have a 72% chance of making the playoffs. 72 <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time we had that kind of number this late into the season i couldn't even tell you it probably 2010 maybe maybe it may not have even been that like it may have been like Favre, like before he got hurt that might be the last time the jets had like this high of a percentage chance of getting into the playoffs you can answer that over there we got 250 votes on that already um all right, now let's switch gears. Let's go over to the, let's talk a little special teams, then we'll go to the offense. So this might go a little longer than 8.30, but we'll, we'll do calls after that. Um, so let's start with the offensive line. Offensive line, I think LaFleur and Zach and the line in general all worked well together yesterday. This was a full-on team win. We had two sacks of 
what's his name? Zach Wilson. <laughs> Two sacks of Zach Wilson. Um, so really not too bad. Herbig, I liked him playing at right guard. I really did. Now, the Jets did try to limit the amount of time that Zach Wilson held onto the ball, and that was a great move. He went from 3.26 seconds from snap to throw down to like 2.3. That's really good. That is an extra second that the defense, you know, has just given back. Like you're you're taking one second away from the edge rushers. You're taking one second away from, you know, I guess it's it's one second away from your wide receivers, but that's a bad way to kind of look at that. But getting the ball out of Zach Wilson's hand fast, they realized his two-minute drill, his up-tempo style of play when he gets in those types of situations is really good. When he can play and react rather than having to think, I think when you give him too many reads right now, I think he's he's overthinking it. We actually saw a uh, a tweet from Samini today that was not. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't love it, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll read it off to you. So Samini tweeted out. I guess he was talking to uh, Zach Wilson, or there was just an interview with Zach Wilson. Wilson on Moore's lack of involvement. Quote: That's a tough one. I'd like to get Elijah Moore the ball. For me in my situation, I'm going through the reads and everything. That's more of a question for the coaches. Also, the situation in general is tough. I think with time, he's a great player. We're going to try and figure some stuff out and get him the ball. Moore has had no receptions in the last three games. So the way that was worded is very odd. That tells me that Mike LaFleur is clearly not game planning for Elijah Moore to get the ball, at least in the first two reads. Like for me, when I saw Zach this past week, I'm seeing... Look for your first read, look for your second read, dump off the ball. Or look for your second read, look for your third, uh, look for your first read, look for your second read, run. Like, that's fine. I'm good with that. And Elijah Moore, like, basically was was relegated to, to running laps. That's all I could talk about. Like, the, the, the roundabouts that he was doing around uh, Zach Wilson and Michael Carter, that's like the equivalent of, you know, fucking up in, <laughs> in practice. And they're like, all right, do a lap. That's what they're doing. Except they're like, hey, more pay your dues on national tv <laughs> that's what we want to have you do feels a little weird i don't know how i feel about that john spring says i'm calling six and two in the second half of the season Ooh, that would be awesome so the jets have some interesting games so we got the bears the jags the lions the patriots when i look at those four in my mind, we got to go three and one with those four teams. When you look at the other four, you're talking Seattle, Minnesota, Buffalo, and Miami. If you can go two and two in that stretch, that puts you at five and three. That would make you 11 and six, and you probably get a playoff spot at that point. The thing that the Jets are going to have to worry about is going to be the uh, the tiebreaker situation. We lost to Baltimore. Right now, we lost to New England. Hopefully, coming out of that, um, coming out of the bye, we get the win against against New England. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Josh Allen may be missing some time now. Something my one buddy said he might miss four weeks. If he misses four weeks, that's like not great. <laughs> 
like, I'll be honest, like I'd rather lose to Buffalo and have Josh Allen playing right now because he has a much higher likelihood of, of knocking off the Dolphins and the Patriots and some of the other players in the AFC than whoever the backup court. I don't even know who their backup is. Now that Trubisky's in friggin' Pittsburgh, I have no idea. You guys can let me know. But yeah, it's interesting. Interesting stuff. I don't want to look like too far ahead, but I'm really, I'm thinking playoffs. <laughs> I'm thinking playoffs, 72% chance. Let's go, let's go. All right, let's continue on. Tight end wise. Really like Conklin and really like Uzama. Like, he's not, Conklin's kind of getting the targets from like the visual side of things. Like you're seeing his name, name and number called a lot. Uzoma, you're not seeing him throwing the ball too, too much. I mean, there there was the one pass that was kind of weird that I thought that was an interception, to be honest. Um, that was a weird one. But he's really good at blocking. And you could just tell the chemistry is there. Like the 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 locker room aspect is not being lost on this coaching staff and this this GM. So I like the like the tight ends. We're not doing anything crazy with them, but I like that they're in there blocking helping the tackles. Um as far as the wide receivers go, Garrett Wilson. Oh. <laughs> oh man, dude, this guy's good. He's different. He's just really good. When he dropped that ball on the end around, you saw the look in his eyes. And it was, oh man, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this ball back. His helmet pops off, don't care, disregard the body. I'm getting that football. I want 52 Garrett Wilsons on this team. That is the mentality I want. And I think we have more of that mentality, more of that type of mentality than not on this team. I really do. There's a few guys you could point to and say like, eh, soft. Not Garrett Wilson. Not a lot of players on this team. The rest of the guys, Mims, talk about a reclamation project. Guy rode the pine for a little bit after demanding a trade. Coming out, contributing. Ha- Might have had the biggest catch of the game. You could probably argue that. Third and five inside the Bills 20-yard line or whatever it was. Jets have to try and run clock, make the Bills use their timeouts. Mims catches the ball, almost gets his head taken off. Love me some Denzel Mims. Really like this. I would love to see Elijah Moore have that type of of resurgence, right? It's got to happen at some point because they're, they're, if the Jets do feel like they want to move him, you got to raise his trade value. Because if not, what the hell are you doing at the trade deadline? If you're not going to raise his trade value, you, you shit the bed. <laughs> you could have had a player or a pick that could have helped us. Instead, you got a guy that might be a little uh, disgruntled. But I will say this, the body language from Elijah Moore yesterday with his teammates he went to, you know, go over and help Garrett Wilson up, smile on his face, like all that sort of stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't see the, the negative body language, like where, where you're slouching, you kind of have your helmet off, like all that sort of stuff. So that's, that's where the wide receivers are right now. Jeff Smith, I, look, I don't have as much hate for Jeff Smith. <laughs> you know, I understand we need some special teams guys. I don't want to see him on the field. I want any target that goes to Jeff Smith to go to Elijah Moore. The interesting question is going to be, do the Jets carry an extra receiver when Corey Davis comes back? 
because you're talking Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, you know, as our top three. And then, okay, you have Elijah Moore, you have Denzel Mims, who they've already said, like, we're not, like, he's going to be playing, or it seems like he's going to be playing once Davis comes back. You got Jeff Smith. Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing a receiver there. Who am I missing? Davis, Wilson, Davis, Wilson, Barrios. Maybe I just said it, whatever. Basically, the Jets are gonna have to make an interesting decision. Do you deactivate Mims? Or do you deactivate Elijah Moore? I would like to think they would deactivate Jeff Smith personally and keep Elijah Moore on the on the field. I think he's more of a valuable asset from like a scaring people. I don't know. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be interesting though. Because Mims has fought his way back. C. Thompson says, run the damn ball against the Pats. It works more than we think about. Uh, it works more than we think about. Our running backs are special. I do like our running backs. Um, I would like to see more run. The Patriots were selling out against the run, and they wanted Zach Wilson to try and beat him. So they were disguising coverages, and Zach got beat. That's what happened. We have two weeks to figure out what we did wrong, or what Zach did wrong. Last week, week and a half ago, to prepare for this. We got to get this win. This is like, losing that first Patriot game made this one a must win. Running the ball. Running the ball with Zach. That's the important part, I think. I think getting him in space and allowing him to use his legs is almost more important than some of the running game aspects of it. Because that's going to open up some other things. Because if you can allow you know, your quarterback to run a little bit, your wide receivers are going to get a little bit more open. You're going to have some downs and distances. So it's going to be interesting to see. As far as our running backs go, I really like our running backs. Big fan of James Robinson. Guy runs tough. Michael Carter is a dude. <laughs> Michael Carter's the man. He's He might be my favorite player on the Jets right now. Like, as much as I love Sauce and I love Quinnen and, like, you know, some of the other guys around the team... I really like Michael Carter. This guy is such a leader. He is just, I've never seen him pout. I've never seen him have like a bad comment or anything. And like, the, you know, the Jets trade for another running back, which sort of-ish implies like, hey, we don't think you can be the sole guy, which I, I don't think is necessarily how it should be looked at, but I, I can understand where that may come from. Ooh, yes, Mr. Tuda, DJ Reed, yes. DJ Reed's up there. He's in my top five right now. Like Sauce Reed, Carter, AVT. <sighs> Who else? I, I love me some Michael Clemens, but I love me some Quinn. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can pick. I, this team has so many players you want to root for. Like how cool is that? When's the last time the Jets had that many players that you were like, I, I want to root for that guy? Brees Hall. I love me some Brees Hall. He's just not playing right now. That's the only reason I didn't include him in there. Joe S. says, you want to change the culture, beat the Pats at New England. Yeah, 100% agree. Now let's talk. Well, let's, let me finish my running back thing. The running backs, I'm glad Robinson played. I don't want to see a whole lot of Ty Johnson. I'm not going to lie. I want it to be Robinson and, and uh, Carter really to be the main bell cows here. And they can catch out of the backfield. They run hard. Like this is a good team. 
of running backs. Like even losing Brees Hall, like I'm still confident in our running backs. It just may not be like the special running back that you, you, you know, had earlier in the season. Uh, Ablab comes in and says, the Bella cheats have problems with mobile quarterbacks. Exactly, Ryan. Zach Wilson should run at least four to eight times. He's fast and twitchy. Completely agree. Completely agree. Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, all gave New England trouble. You know what didn't give New England trouble? Standing in the pocket doing whirly birds. <laughs> Not a good move. Get him out on the edge. Let him run for some first downs. Those two first downs that Zach Wilson ran for yesterday, huge first rounds. Huge first rounds. First downs. Now let's talk about our quarterback. Our quarterback throws for, what was it, 150 yards? Has a touchdown. Has a fumble. But overall, made the right throws. Played efficient. Was, what, 18 of, of 25? 72% completion percentage. I like that. This is how you slowly start to get Zach comfortable. Remember, he's only in his 19th game. Still young. Still a lot going on. And when you factor out the New England Patriots, like those two and a half games that he played or two and a quarter games that he played over the last two years, and you factor out those interceptions, <laughs> it's like half his interceptions. He's like really not having a bad like start to his career if you factor those out. I don't know. I liked what we got from Zach. I think the the mentality and the athletic upside is is all there. And it's so frustrating week in and week out when Zach has an interception or a game there he doesn't go off. It's, oh man, is he the guy? What are we gonna do? And like, we hear it in the live streams. We hear it in the comment section. I see it in the live chats. Like, it sucks. Like, I need Zach Wilson to be the guy. I really think he's gonna be the guy. I think he's the most talented quarterback we've ever had. I really do. From like an athletic standpoint. Whether or not he can put it all together between the, uh, the ears... It's another thing to be seen. In my time of watching football, Chad Pennington was the smartest quarterback that we had, aside from, I guess, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick, who went to Harvard. But I do think uh, from a mental processing capacity, Pennington's probably the best that I've seen in a Jet uniform. Ah. Right now, Will the Jets make the playoffs? Our live poll question. Yes, division winner, 33%. Yes, wild card, 62%. No, says 4%. Josh Allen being out makes things very interesting. If Miami loses this week, and I'm not sure who they're playing off the top of my head, um, if they lose this week, and if the Vikings beat the Bills, I think it's the Vikings that play in the Bills. Pretty sure that's what it is then the Jets don't have to do anything and we're in first place in the East. <laughs> and Allen may not be playing. Yo, crazy. Now they're playing the Browns. Dolphins are playing the Browns. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. Dolphins look scary. I'm not going to lie. It's a good team. I'm... I am concerned with their weapons even though I do think our defense can handle them. Um, I would say I'm a little more concerned because we don't have Brees or AVT as far as like some elite players. Like we're, we're missing like our three best offensive players right now. I mean, you could probably scratch that off with, with the emergence of Garrett Wilson. 
Ugh. Hawk says, stealth black wide receivers don't even show up on our quarterback's radar. Yeah, we got to not wear the stealth black. <laughs> Zach's not seeing him. No, we, we should not be going away from the white tops right now. I think the next game with white uh, with black on black, I think it's the Bears. I think the Bears and the Jaguars are the two other games that we've already committed to um, already committed to the black helmet, black like tops. If you could at least like wear the white tops with the black helmet, can we do that? Is that does that make it look weird? Do you need the whole uniform that we've been winning with? I don't know. All right. It's 842. Let's see what we got going on the phone lines. Let's see what you guys have to say. Um all right. Hopefully that is connected well. Man, I'm already getting a call and I didn't even put the phone number up. What are you guys saving my phone number? I think that's exactly what's happening. I'm not answering it. <laughs> Give me just a second. I got to change my friggin' audio. All right. There we go. All right. Well, we'll go to this real quick because Chris KV dropped in a super chat. So we're going to do that first. Then I'll get my bearing straight and we'll go, go to the phones. Uh, Chris, thank you. Says... We've seen growth, but I really want to see an emphasis on finishing red zone drives with touchdowns, not field goals. My thoughts after seeing a few great drives burn out the last few weeks. So, oh, how pissed off were all you guys about the 12-minute delay? A 12-minute delay when the Jets are clicking. Clicking. And then as soon as we come back from the delay, pre-snap penalty. And then we throw one pass to Garrett Wilson, gets half the yardage. And then the next one, Zach gets tackled from behind. I think that's what it was. Maybe, or it might have been a running play, and then he got tackled from behind. Fumbled the ball. We could have at least had a field goal there. If the Jets get a field goal right there, they have more points than any team has scored against the Bills this season. And we held them to their least amount of points. Jets had a statement win, but you know what happened today? I'm watching ESPN. I'm watching all the, the sports shows. I'm like, oh, let me kick back and watch my highlights. This is exactly what I want. I could be smiling through all of that. You know what I got? Oh, well, jo uh, Josh Allen's arm got hurt. And what's the bit like, oh, no, how's he going to be? And, oh, uh, you know, what happened to the Bills? Why did they lose this game? Why did the Bills lose this game? Because the Jets won the game. The Jets played better than the Bills. Bills didn't lose this. The Jets' defense made Josh Allen have a bad game. And the Jets took care of business. I just want to see them, like Chris said, finish some drives. And then, uh, you know, get some touchdowns and shit. Come on. Utah Jet fan. Says, I went to high school with Zach Wilson. Personally, don't know him well, but my friends do. We're all about to go out to eat in a few days. Got any questions you want me to ask him? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, ooh. You're putting me on the spot, though. What question do I want to ask him? Hmm. I'm trying to keep this as PG as possible. 
because there's a bunch of questions I'd be like, ooh, well, what if I ask him this? Mikey Mouse, will you come out on the show? Uh, ask this. Tell him, uh, it's not a question, though. If I could get him a free foursome to a golf course I work at, would he come out and play? I'm not going to bug his ass. <laughs> Aside from like, can I get a picture? <laughs> or can I, can, I can I touch you? <laughs> can I load your bag onto your cart? I'll comp his foursome. We can make that happen. That'll be my, uh, we'll see. <laughs> Chris Mazer comes in and says, hey, Ryan, remember what I said about this game to you guys. You guys are right. People call and Jets going to beat the Bills. Jets going to beat the Bills. Yeah, you know what, Utah Jet fan? Have him uh, ask if he'll come on the show. I'll send him uh, pre-thought-of questions. So that way I'm not like... And I won't even do it live. We'll do it like uh, like pre-recorded. So that way it's not like weird or anything. I, I get the feeling players probably don't want to come on this show because I'm a little too off the cuff. <laughs> like probably critical. That would be my guess. Maybe not. I've reached out to a few reporters and stuff, see if they wanted to come on. I've mm, I don't know if I've reached out to Samini. I've definitely reached out to Hughes. I think Hughes ignores me. I get I get super salty on some of my takes and I probably piss people off. Um, that's all right. All right. Now let's see. Bam. Whoops. That's the chicken. Where's my number? There's the number. All right. Phone numbers on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case. After three minutes, I'm going to eject your ass uh, out of the cockpit. So come on. Talk to me. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Who we got? From. Mott Viles. Yo, what's up, Mott Viles? How you doing tonight? Yo, what's up, Ryan? Doing good. Same thing as normally, so. Hell yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing all right. It feels a lot better this week than it did last week. The whole, uh, oh, if you yeah. told me... Uh, I guess if you had told me, would I rather the Bills game or the Patriots game be a win? It would be the Bills, but I didn't think for a, a minute we were actually going to pull it off. I thought we were going to cover the spread. <laughs> didn't see us winning it. Bro, I put a parlay on this on this game, yo. And men's, I'm happy they play now, but he's screwing me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I need him to score. And he can't get it to me. That's the last thing I needed. But what do you got to do? What was that? Sorry, you cut um, out. Uh, I said that for a parlay I had, that I did for the Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. I needed one more thing to hit. Like, I needed Josh Allen to score and get his rushing yards. <laughs> got it. Josh Allen won it at that money line. I got Garrett Wilson's rushing yards. And our rushing, receiving yards. I mm -hmm. needed Mims to score a touchdown. Ooh. He only gets one catch. Ah, damn. It, that's bro, that's rough. It, that's totally. a ballsy <laughs> parlay. What was the what was the bet and how much were you going to win if it hit? Um, it was the Brees Hall bet that I took, though, because DraftKings gave that bat to everybody since he got hurt, and he okay. wanted to hit it. So I got mm -hmm. $71 back. So mm -hmm. I threw that in, and the outcome was fifty grand. Wow! <laughs> and you were one leg yeah. short? Yeah, that was it. Dude, it was I saw someone... Up. Hold on, now I gotta pull it up. My, uh, my buddy works for one of the major... Um, what's it called? Like, sports book type things? And I'm, he sent us one the other day. What was it? 
Oh, get this. <laughs> this is totally unrelated. Yeah. So get this. There's a guy. There was 6,133 entrants into this $1,000 per person pick'em mm-hmm. pool. This guy okay. had six entries left. There were only 123 people left in the pool at this point. Heading into week nine. He had six okay. of the tickets. The other person, or the other people, of all the other players, all the other participants, only one person had three left. This guy put all six down on Bills beating the Jets. <laughs> the pot he missed oh, out on, oh. he had the best chance to win this. It was... million dollars and this motherfucker put it all on the bills fuck off oh my god talk about dude that guy's gotta be on a watch list oh yeah i'm pretty sure a lot of people lost their freaking survival pools with that oh dude i'm glad how do you do that to a division rival that's like the worst thing like if you have six entries at least throw one on the jets to hedge your bets that's just that's bad bad news but nah, two things real quick before I get out. I yeah, yeah, sure. Just two things. First, I said it on Twitter back in January. We were going 12 and 5, winning the division. You need to go look. It's on my I, You have my Twitter. Go look. Dude, you can I, see it yourself. I think you're nuts. I, even at this point, 12 wins. That's, oh. I, look, the rest, of the, the, the rest of the way out, I, we got eight games left. I can see us in every single one of those games. I'm not going to say any of them are easy, but I'm saying... We could win any of those games. I think we could lose any of those games as well, though. That's true. But I honestly see that, though. But with the Patriots, can we please, for the love of God, is when we had Sam. It was last week with Zach. Can we please Mm. cover Matt Judon, please? Every time Zach or Sam or whoever throws Mm -hmm. a pick, Judon's in the face. Every time. We just just like circle him. Just say like, hey, we're we're double teaming the rusher. (laughs) Like, hit him with a with a tight end, or you know what? Maybe Fant comes back. Throw Fant as the swing tackle. Put Mitchell, you know, right next to him. We'll just run three tackle sets. That's what we'll do. I don't, I don't care if we walk on the field with just Zach, Garrett Wilson, (laughs) and Michael Carter on the field, and that's it. Everyone else is lineman or tight end. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mutt Viles. If you stop Junhong, we're good. I love you, brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Josh comes and says, Week 10, go skull, go dogs. Jets go into week 11. In first, Jets need to bring in Sheldon Richardson to gap Rankins. Let's fucking go, Jets. Suck at Brady Quinn. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I don't want to root for the Browns. I'd, I... I I hate the Browns. Matt. I should say I hate Watson. I don't really hate the Browns. To um, so I want to see them lose, to send a voicemail even if it helps two. us. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the cockpit. How you doing? How you doing? Not too bad. I'm hanging in there. How you doing on this victory Monday night? A lot better. I was, I was just about to say, like, I can't believe I'm not looking at mock drafts in November. It feels good. Like I couldn't even <sighs> tell you my top prospects. Dude, I couldn't tell you any of the top prospects right now, and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really nice. I, I literally pulled up a, a mock draft the other day. Like, I pulled up Tankathon purely because I was having a discussion with friends about who had multiple top 10 picks. And it was like yeah. the Texans own, like, the at the time, I think it was the third and the fourth pick or the fourth and the fifth pick. But, yeah, it's nice not not looking at those things right now, right? This is how football's supposed to feel. Jesus. Like, I've, I've, I've only been, like, 
well, I'm only 19. So, like, the best mm. year I had was, like, a 2015 year, like, me mm-hmm. actually remembering it. Yeah, and yeah. I was, like, whatever. But, like, besides that, I haven't seen anything. So, like, literally, I'm watching the games. I see a win. I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck's happening? Dude, this like. this defense, no joke. I I really think this defense is far better than the one that Rex had in two thousand nine and ten. Like the the Revis Cromartie like cornerback tandem, really really good. But there was a lot of smoke and mirrors with that defense compared to what we're doing now. We are literally lining guys up across from the other team and saying we're gonna beat you. Like, <laughs> and the Jets are just better. It's 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 impressive. I think it's even more impressive that now, like they could only, like they only have to rush with four. Like before, mm-hmm. you just had to send the house with Craig Williams, but now you can only like rush with mm-hmm. four and just worry about your back covers. It's, it's huge. It's when you can drop seven guys into coverage. It's it's huge. I mean, it, it limits the amount of throwing lanes so much, especially if your your guys can get to the quarterback up front. Yeah. Did you think that? Well, I have one little question. So, are you a little yeah. bit concerned that all like the rest of our um, divisional games are all away now? Because like we've had all of our all of the divisional games home, so now we have to be away. Even though we are like four zero on the road, does that like mm. still trip you out a little bit? I mean, yes and no. Um, so there's there are some benefits to going on the road, with the exception of like Buffalo and New England, I guess. Um, yeah. Because like Miami, you're getting Miami in nicer weather. You're not going to have to deal with the cold. So you know, maybe that plays well for you. I think for us, it probably is the opposite. We probably would prefer the run um, and not have Tua throwing the ball to Hill and and Waddle all over the place. There's a few other road games too. Cause like we got to travel out to Seattle. I'm pretty sure the only home games I think we have left, I think it's the Bears, the Jaguars. And the, and the Lions. The, the Lions is at home? Okay, yeah. So yeah, it's just those three. Yeah, man. Yeah. Five games on the road. You saw the one thing that apparently that there's a chance to just don't wear green all season, even though it's like the uniform thing. Because dude, uh, I I think uh, Salah doesn't like the color. I think that's what it is. It's the Jaguars and who is it? Is it the Bears game? Or it's, I think it's the Jaguars and Bears game. Like they're wearing the all blacks. Yep, now, those are the all blacks, and I don't think we switch away from the all whites until those black games, unless we yeah, like lose. Like, like if we lose the Patriots, and you know, then maybe we switch it up. But like, I, it would not shock me to to not wear green. I'll be honest. The green is my least favorite of all three colors. Oh, 100%. Like, I, like for my birthday, I asked for, like, a false gardener jersey, a white one. It's, you literally can't get it anywhere. But the only thing you can get is the yeah. green one. But you can't get the that's, white one. That's literally why I have it. <laughs> it's like I have the green one because I couldn't get the white one. And I was like, oh, I don't know if the black with the dark background is going to play or whatever. Ugh, it's frustrating. But, brother, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected yep. from the cockpit. All right, who we got? No, no, you hung up on me. See how it is. You just don't want to talk to me. Boys and girls, you get three minutes to plead your case. Man, we need Baltimore to lose this game. It's nice. I, how long has it been since we've been able to like root for other teams to lose for playoff position? From Andrew. Andrew, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, how's it going? I'm hanging in there. I'm watching a little uh, Monday Night Football. Ravens are up by seven right now. Uh, would really yeah, like to see the Saints well. pull this out, but I I don't think that's happening. <laughs> so, long story short, I was at the uh, Jet game yesterday, actually. Nice. And last year, I was also at the Mike White game, and oh my goodness, I can't tell you how crazy yesterday's game was. Oh, dude, I'm sure. I mean, because the Jets last year, you had a backup quarterback, so you weren't really like... 
like it's exciting, but it's not like you didn't know what to believe. <laughs> it was like you weren't going into that game like hoping for a win, really. You're just like, okay, let's look respectable. Let's see what the team looks like. This this year, you're like, okay, our defense is good. Like Buffalo is good. Like how do we stack up against this team? Probably still not expecting a win, but like we want to keep it close. We're the biggest underdogs in 15 years at home. Dude, that stadium yeah. must have been rocking. I was trying to decide, do I go to the Patriot game? Do I go to the Bills game? between two weeks ago and last week. And I was like, I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know if I see us beating the bill, beating the bills. I was like, I see I us beating the Pats. I was like, I want first I place. Will. I want the Pats. <laughs> and I fucking flipped it. Yeah, I, I, went, I went with my dad and a couple of his friends. I'm like, why would we choose this game? Like, why don't yeah. we go to Patriots where it's like a much winnable game. And That's exactly my <laughs> rationale too. The Bills game. Yeah, I'm glad you guys went to the Bills game. You are our lucky charm. Are those the only two games you've been to the last two years? Um, no, I went to the Bengals game this year, but they got destroyed, but... Nah, okay, that's all right. Yeah. All right, I was going to say, we got to send yeah. you to another game. <laughs> send this man to Miami. <laughs> get, get this guy. We're getting yeah. into the playoffs now. I want Johnny getting ice cream. I want... Jet fans, we got to pay for all of Johnny's cavities. <laughs> We're going to get this kid, like, destroyed. He's going to need dentures by the time he's, like, 10. I do want to say one thing. I saw mm -hmm. on the uh, the pregame for Monday night, they were talking about the Jets Bill game. Mm -hmm. They were saying how the defense was playing man coverage, but mm -hmm. they saw Allen was be able to like run around the ball, get through the defense. Then they started mm -hmm. playing zone coverage, and mm -hmm. Allen was stuck. He couldn't do anything. So I really think the defensive coach like did something that really prevent Allen from not even doing anything in this game because he did nothing in the second quarter or the second half. Yeah, well, I think there was definitely halftime adjustments because you saw Josh Allen. They scored all their points in the first half. They they had what I think three points in the the second half. So, yeah, it's it's huge to to be able to hold that offense. It's so high octane, and to realize like, hey, look, we're not getting beat in man coverage, but Josh Allen is beating us. Like, like we have to try and figure out how we can prevent these wide receivers from going off, while at the same time stopping Josh Allen. So the zone, you have guys that are in position. It seemed like C.J. Mosley was like shadowing. Allen for the majority of the day, or at least kept him like sort of contained. Cause I, I did like seeing that five sacks on Josh Allen dudes, a horse, like he's impossible to bring down. We have five sacks on him. Yeah. Love it, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got? Call from Grace Wavy. Yo, what's good brother. Welcome back to the cockpit. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going right here? Enjoying the Victory Victory Monday? <sighs> Dude, Victory Mondays, it, this feels good. This is the most Victory Mondays I've been a part of <laughs> in a very, very long time. Uh, especially week 10 in the season. Oh, this is nice. Oh, How are you feeling time after time. yesterday's win? The best year to be a Jets fan. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Like, whoa, you know? <laughs> Dude, the best thing we can do, the Jets are hot right now. They're an attractive team. There are people out there that don't have a team they want to root for yet. We should have it as fans. Every 370 people that are in this live stream right now, if each one of us finds one person <laughs> to convert into a Jet fan, we will Jet grow fan. our fan base. <laughs> we Just one goal. One, one a week. Find one a month. Find one a month. That's 12 a year. Going to have a ton of fans well, by the end of the year. I'm a Caddy Jets fan. Come from Bakersfield. I Ooh. doubt there's any other Jets fan out here, so we could get them, bring them on. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's not paying attention out there, that, that's awesome. That's really cool. There can't be many. It's, I would imagine 
you're dealing with like Chargers, Raiders, Rams, uh, everything Dallas. Out, everything out here, but but a Jets fan. Ugh. Check this out. My bro- my brother's a Buffalo Bills fan, and my little sister's a Patriots fan. Ugh. So I understand the Patriots because yeah. of all the winning. The Bills one doesn't really make sense to me unless it was like relatively recent. No, well, well we're older. We're we've been fans since like 1995, 1996. Oh, so at least so, like the Bills were really good then. <laughs> the Bills were really good then. You yeah, yeah. The Thurman Thomas days and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Right, Interesting man, family dynamic. Yes, sir. So let's go, Jets. Uh, oh. What's your prediction for the next half of the season? Next half of the season. All right. So I don't know offhand like how the schedule works. I think it's Patriots, Bears, Lions, and then I, then I get squirrely after that for me. But I think the Jets can beat the Patriots. I think we should beat the Lions. They're like the easily the worst defense in the league. Um, the Bears are going to be a lot harder than I thought. The Bears and the Seahawks, those two games, because I feel like we should be able to take care of business against the Jaguars. I think it's it's really going to come down to that Miami game at the end of the season. I think we probably lose to the Vikings in Minnesota. I think we probably lose to the Bills in Buffalo. And then you're talking about you got to win the Miami game, I think. Yeah, I think I I think we'll win the Foxborough one. I think we're going to be so pissed off over last time and we're on such a high. I just don't know how Belichick handles like when Belichick comes off a bye, we or they usually do really well they have extra time to prepare so ah, man i don't know i if we can finish four and four that puts us at 10 and six or 10 and seven i don't know if 10 and seven makes it i think in most years i think it would i think the afc is so good this year that there's a real shot that that 10 and seven is like the first team out and that would really suck whatever it takes to get in yeah that would that's what I want. Thank you so much for the call. You're out of here. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, you get three minutes on the clock to plead your case after three minutes. That's it. You're out of right. here. That's right. You get the chicken. Eject you. Out of here. Who we got? Where from? Eddie from North Carolina. Eddie, what's up, dude? Nice meeting you on uh, 10 days ago. Or whenever that was. <laughs> yeah, too bad they lost. <laughs> I know, dude. Dude, I was really hoping for it. I got that, uh, the the gangrene jersey. I actually left it in my neighbor's car. <laughs> so I, I got to pick it up. It's it's literally right next door. I just haven't uh, grabbed it. So I haven't, haven't forgot about it. We'll, we'll do the raffle. All right. That's cool. Yeah, me and my son, we went to the, we went to L15. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some people that went to my niece's wedding who were there at the L15. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, what do they call it? Yeah, so uh, we had so they, we had some free food out there before we went in. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that. Like, cool. I really knew nice, I was going to really a tailgate. Nice people out there. Oh yeah, we the Jet fan fan base. Like SNL, really. I don't know if you saw this. SNL released a skit, uh, and it was like Amy Schumer and Jet, like in like Jets attire with like some other people tailgating, and they were just like being nasty to like random people that went by. And I'm sitting there, I'm like. I this doesn't feel like Jet fans. Like Jet fans aren't no, like that no, we, abrasive at all. I mean, there were Patriot fans walking all over the place. Nobody said shit to them, asshole. No, no, it's it's. I mean, I'm sure you get some drunk assholes that are like that, or you get me after like a win that gets like super rowdy. Like that's a little different. Before a game, 
When were you like having one nah, many divisions? The only thing that sucked with it was like four mass holes sitting behind my seat. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. But I mean, they were pretty quiet for most of the thing. You know, I mean, they were just rooting when good things happened for the Patriots. Mm. But that's not bad. I'm then. telling you, I, I know you were tough on JFM, but mm. I kept watching that play over and over in Ugh. real time. That was a tic tac call, and we should have been up seventeen three at half. Dude, and what pisses me off is that I'm gonna say about it. Dude, because that, they that hit Zach hit, this, Yes. They yes. hit Zach last this this weekend. Yep. No Twice. call. This is just so that's there there goes their bullshit for protecting the quarterbacks. Yep. Zach was down and the guy crowned him yep. and targeted him and no yep. call. Hundred percent. And I don't understand how that play is any different, if not worse, than the CJ Mosley hit on Mac Jones the week prior. And then the John Franklin Myers hit. basically gave him a love tap compared to that. Oh, absolutely. He hit him with the shoulder, I'm pretty sure. I don't even think he hit him with his helmet. But then and then and the John Franklin Myers one was way on more. The, if you watch the if yeah. you watch the JFM hit on the interception, at the very end, he was cradling him to keep him from from falling on top of him. Dude, I the the hit on Zach Wilson where he kind of whipped it sidearm to I think it was Garrett Wilson. Um, this week, dude, he got clocked mm-hmm. definitely later than John Franklin Myers hit from last week. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Those calls were not called, uh, equally. Like the, the one thing with rules and penalties, call them evenly across the board and there's no complaints. I, I shouldn't say no complaints. There's, you know, there's going to be complaints, but at least if it's even, that's, it's like the, the, uh, the strike box in baseball. Like when you don't call strikes the same way, what was that? Just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Eddie? Anyway, here's something to talk about quick before I get ejected. Yeah, yeah. This whole thing with Josh Allen being hurt, that could Ooh, yeah. change the whole complexion of the... Uh, of The AFC. Of the division. Yeah, the division and the AFC. I mean, could you imagine if Allen's out for four weeks? I I have not seen anything to verify four weeks at all my buddy was the one that sent it to me and he's got a bunch of buddies that are uh, buffalo bills fans and they're concerned he's gonna be out for four weeks if that's the case and because of how good this afc is right now if they go on a skid they may not make the playoffs (laughs) like that's like how how crazy good because they're at six and three right now right or six and two they're at six and two type of injury in baseball you need tommy john surgery yeah it is it's not good and i don't want to see that i don't like i'm I no, do not no, want to see I Josh like Allen. I don't want to. I don't want to lose because he got hurt. A hundred percent. That could definitely. Uh, that would make the um, the uh, the fish the team to beat. Yeah, they I got think a so. A lot I, of talent. They have so much talent. I really wish we could have gone up against them with Tua, because it would make me feel Tua a is little playing out of his mind. Though he really is. He's he playing is, great, but like I gotta I, admit. Oh, dude, I really think this defense can hang with anyone. I this is this is the best defense I've ever seen in the Jets field. And like it's it, like shockingly impressive. Like I have so much confidence going sack, against You didn't see the sack exchange, my friend. Well, that, that, that's true. Look, I, I didn't get to see that, but they also weren't passing the rock back then. You're you're running the ball a whole lot. Right? Right now you're get you're slinging the ball all over the field. Right? So Watch highlights of the 81 season, it'll blow your mind. Oh, I know. I know. I know we're Everyone not that kind land, of defense. If you ever get a chance to watch the highlights of the 1981 season, mm-hmm. you will not believe how insane that front four was. But I think our full 11 
is rock solid. Like, like since I've been watching, since like 1995, that's when like I started remembering or started like knowing football. I shouldn't say I like Best knew everything. secondary I've ever seen on the Jets, ever. Yeah. All yeah. around. There's no, there's no weak spot. There isn't. It's it's genuinely there's, impressive. There's and I have no the confidence going up against any team that we can shut down their weapons. Say, I'm going to go after him. Yes. Yeah. They have they they can't do that. They can't be like, oh hey, they've been trying to target sauce and he's making them pay nonstop. Like it's shocking that teams are still throwing at this guy. And it's because Reed is so good on the other side, they just have to. Like it's oh, it's mm-hmm. so impressive. Eddie, Only love you, brother. Sauce worries about he gets a little bratty sometimes. Get but he, he, he definitely does. <laughs> he was right. Eddie's right. Sauce gets a little handsy. I'm shocked that he hasn't been flagged more. Our last play was not a flag. Daniel Alvarez. Daniel, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Yo, what's up? Hello. Uh, I'm years old. Um, and I, I love just it. became a Jet fan not, not too long ago. That's awesome. What What made you become a Jet fan? Was it a game you watched? Was it a player? It was just like a play. My dad, you know, he's he's a, he's been a really big Jet fan since he was my age. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's how I became a Jet um, fan as well. My dad was a big Jet fan. Yeah, this entire household's a big Jet fan. You know? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Who's your favorite Ryan, player right Ryan, now? Uh, Ryan, I'm the dad. Uh, Daniel wanted to, Rich is watching the stream right now. He wanted to call in. We're in New Jersey. There's no school tomorrow. I let him watch some of your YouTube, and I was like, let's try to call in. Because <laughs> I, I remember it. the days where I used yeah, I remember the days where I used to call in for the WFAN, and you know it was the, it was like when I was oh, like when I was a cool. kid, it was the best. You know that is awesome. My so my email address is listed in the description of this. Jetstalk two four seven at gmail dot com. I'm gonna send you guys some uh, some wristbands since you guys got a new Jet fan over there. It's got a little Jets Talk thing on it. Send uh, me an email. Nice, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. But listen, just really quick, yeah. I honestly think we're gonna have to win eleven games to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. What do you think about that? I agree. I think I think this AFC is so strong. I don't think ten and seven gets it in, especially with the tiebreakers that the Jets lost. Like we are, so the the Bengals, the Patriots, and the Ravens are all beating us in the tiebreaker right now. Like obviously, if we beat the Patriots this upcoming week, it kind of neutralizes that. But like we need Baltimore to lose, we need the Chargers to lose, and we need the um, Bengals to lose. We need the and then I there's a really good shot. The AFC East is loaded. We might send four teams. <laughs> like that's what could happen. Could you imagine if all four AFC East teams got in? I think at least I mean, two get know, into I the think, East. I think no one ever expected that before the season started, right? No, and, no yeah. way. No shot. And it's 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 listen, I mean my I've been trying to tell my son to be watching you know, watch jet jet games and they've been losing, so he's only been able to watch a quarter or two quarters. Recently, he's been watching a lot more because we're winning, and he's been to the training camp with me, and I finally got him hooked. Ryan, oh, I got him hooked. Go. He's a Jet fan for life. You, you, I, I was say, you, you throw the line out there, he gets a win, he sees one, he sees the players up close and personal. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> My dad took me to Jets Fest the year that Keyshawn Johnson and Parcells and everyone, like, everyone was riled up. And, like, I got Keyshawn Johnson to sign my ball as a kid, and I was like, oh, this is everything. Like, I think it was 90 – it's got to be 97, I guess – uh, that training camp, but yeah, it's same same idea. My dad got me locked in, and I am a Jet fan for life. The last twenty years has been a little rough, but <laughs> it's going to be so worth it. This team is good. Well, we got we got something for you. J E T S. 
Jets, 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 Jets. Ryan, great stream. We love you. We keep we following you. We're always liking all your videos. Keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Dude, thank you so much. All the support means the world to me. By all means, absolutely reach out to me on my email. I want to get your information so I can send you something. Thank you guys so much. All right, appreciate it, buddy. Bye. Peace. You have been ejected You're out of here. From the cockpit. Um, all right, real quick, we'll go back to the phones, uh, but I want to acknowledge some chats that came in. Brian Dolan says, I'd love to jump in tonight, but I'm out, uh, but my, uh, but I out my dad in, or I put my dad in hospice a few days ago. It was awesome watching the game with him and it was a gift. It was like a gift for my dad, uh, was, it was like a gift. My dad was 30 years old. L.E. and a vet. Tilt a glass for him, my boys. Dude, Brian, I'm so sorry. I don't know uh, if your father has passed uh, or not, but to be able to watch that win with your father, it's got to mean the world to you. And I, I wish you the, the the very best from the bottom of my heart. That's really cool to be able to, uh, to share that with him. Uh, Daniel comes in. Daniel says... That coin flip prediction is getting a little scary. Yeah, guys, do you know about this? I meant to make a video about this. And I didn't do it. <laughs> I should pull this up. Uh, so there's a coin flip thing on Twitter. Or was it Twitter or Reddit? I remember seeing it. Uh, and we were talking about it. And uh, Allen's UCL injury recovery time is five to six weeks, which uh, the next Bills game lands. So most likely a backup quarterback is playing. If that is true... I don't think I can handle losing the next two. So what Daniel is referring to right now is there was someone back in like August. It was like the third week of August. They took a coin and they flipped it heads or tails for the Jets wins. And right now it is nine consecutive correct coin flips. <laughs> nine. The, I think the, the odds of that are like one in a thousand right now. But the coin and, and basically what happens is the coin flip had us going all the way to the AFC championship game and losing this year, but we're going to lose both Patriot games and the bears game. So we're going to lose the next two games. If there's fate <laughs> and the jets friggin' lose the next two games and this coin flip is now right for like 13 weeks or whatever. That is insane. Insane. I'm kind of, so there's, there's kind of two factions right now. The, the, the two factions on the coin flip are, hey, I want to get to the AFC Championship game. I'm cool with losing the next two games. And then there's me that says, screw the coin. I want to beat the Patriots and the Bears. Like, by all means, like, I'll, I'll figure it out after that. I don't care. Screw the coin. But I'm not going to lie. If we lose the next two, I'm buying into the coin. I am buying in. <laughs> this, this magical coin flip, I will bow down to the coin. <laughs> Uh, absolutely wild. Insane. That, that's one of the more wonky things I think I've ever seen. Um, all right. Let's go back to the phone lines. We got about 40 minutes left here. So if you guys want to call in, give me your uh, thoughts on the game. Aha, I see Iowa Jets fan bringing it up. Anthony Beck burying... <laughs> Brady Quinn on Jets Overtime Show was amazing. Dude, Eric Allen's face 
when Beck said that, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, no way, no way. That doesn't happen on like Jets post game. It's usually like too nice. Oh, I love the Jets taking shots. From Charles Gorman. Charles Gorman, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, yo. Hey, uh, Ryan. Sorry. How yeah, you doing, buddy? Okay. I'm hanging in there. How'd you feel after yesterday's win? I felt great. I was probably one of the few intelligent and rational people that felt the Jets had a chance in this game because of ah. how good their defense has been throughout yeah. the season. Look, we matched up well against the Bills. We really did. I'm shocked we handled them as well as we did. It makes me confident now. This is the first time the Jets played against a team where I felt like that team was better than us. Like the the Ravens well, game, I knew we would be underdogs, but not like in bad weather. Back. What was that? I said they have the better quarterback and they have the more experienced coaching staff. Oh yeah, and that whole team has been together for like like four or five years now. They've played together. Well, Von Miller, this is his first year on the squad, and he's lived up to the hype. I mean, he has what seven or eight sacks this year. He's incredible, dude. I thought that was the worst contract. I was like, they're paying this dude 20 some odd million dollars a year at like 30 some odd years old. Like this is just going to blow up in their face. I was totally wrong. Von Miller might get them to the Super Bowl. Like, like He is so good. Well, he's a future all of him. I mean, this guy has been one of the premier pass rushers since his rookie season. And I think he, he was a big reason. I mean, no disrespect to what the Rams did last year, but he was a big part on why they won last year. I mean, mm. he took a lot of pressure off Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey because it was speed and experience. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Anyway, my man, uh, today is my dad's birthday. We just hooked up our new TV together. Nice. Uh, we had Chinese food for dinner. And I had a good weekend outside of the Jet game. I mean, I took one of my college best friends. Mm -hmm. I go see Black Adam at my local AMC theater. She loved the movie. There you go. Uh, and we had pizza afterwards. This was my second viewing. I, I know we talked about it last time. What'd you uh, so so tell me real quick the um, what'd you get for Chinese food? <laughs> I'm curious. What's what's your go to like food? Well, I like spare ribs. I like boneless ribs. I like boneless spare ribs. I like regular spare ribs. I like boneless spare ribs. Mm. Uh, times I had mushu chicken without the mm. mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. I am a general sows with pork fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only thing I get whenever I get Chinese food. I am a creature of habit. I've had chicken with broccoli. It's really good. Chicken with broccoli is good. That is like the, the vanilla ice cream of Chinese food. It is. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm say I can't wait for Black Panther Wakanda forever. That movie looks so fucking good. That looks pretty good. Yeah, it's coming out this Thursday, right? Thursday into Friday? Actually, it comes out this Friday, November 11th. It comes out on Veterans Day. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It should be pretty good. The first one was fun. I enjoyed it. I like all the Marvel great. movies. I, I think I've, I've enjoyed the uh, the Doctor Strange ones the most because it really makes your like brain hurt. What, <laughs> knocks you around. Oh, that really good, Boom! You're out of here. I love the movie talk, but no giving away spoilers. You give away a spoiler on this show, your ass is out. Who we got? Nate from Vermont. Nate from Vermont. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, thank you for having me. Dude, it's... Um, I, I have an absolute hot take that I think mm. we'll have to a lot of people. Okay. I think we're going to go 10... I think we're going to go 10 and 7. And we'll make it to the playoffs because 
so you said that, that we have the Bengals, the Ravens, which I think the Ravens are going to win their division. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think we're going to have to worry about that. Bengals, they don't have an offensive line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Browns, when the Browns played the, played the Bengals, mm-hmm. the Browns absolutely stomped our ass. We have the so, Chargers. I don't mm-hmm. believe in the Chargers at all. I mean, Herbert the Chargers might be the worst like coached football team in football right now. Like, like that team is loaded. Sean Payton's going to go there next year. Like Brandon, Brandon Staley or whatever the hell his name is, he's going to be out. And I guarantee Sean Payton is the next head coach of the uh, the Chargers. I I I can see that. So next year, yeah, I can see that next year. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the who was the other one that you were saying? Because we're, we're so the, Patriots, the Chargers, the Patriots. Ravens, the Patriots, and the Bengals. The Bengals with no Jamar Chase, I think they're gonna lose some games. I don't think they'll be able to keep up the whole mix in running like that no. all the time. No. Uh, and then no, the Ravens, no. I think, are the cream of the crop in that division. I do think they are the like the team to beat right now. Um, the Patriots, we gotta and take care of business have- in Foxborough. That's what's got to happen. If, if we somehow, some way, do that, we can definitely make it to the playoffs. I don't know what we're going to do in the playoffs because, I mean. If we get into we the playoffs really, like, and we top, are the running team that we've been and we have the defense that we have, we're going to be able to make some noise. Exactly. Like this, this defense is so good. The beautiful thing about where the Jets find themselves right now is we control our own destiny. We have gotten it to a point where if we win the games, we do mm-hmm. what we do because we did it. <laughs> like, it's not like we're not hoping for other teams to lose. Like, yes, we do. We're, we're hoping for the Ravens to lose. We're hoping for the Bengals to lose. We're hoping for like anyone who might compete for a wild card to lose. But if the Jets take care of their business, we control you know, our destiny. I, I just thought of something. But wouldn't we technically, we wouldn't really want the Ravens to lose at all then technically because if the ravens lose that would mean that the the Bengals and the ravens will be d- competing for that top spot which means the ravens would go down and then we would be pretty much screwed at that point right so we lost to the ravens and the Bengals, so it doesn't really matter to us who wins that division we want one of them to definitely win and another one to just not be in contention with it. It's Which really would even the Chargers and the Patriots point, are kind of the two the teams we're going to have to contend with, I think. At that point, it would, just, it would have to be the Ravens because, I mean, they're just, they're firing finally. Boom! He's <laughs> been ejected. I think the Ravens are a good team. Call from. Hey. Finny, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit and your creepy, uh, what is it, Mickey Mouse face. <laughs> well, you know what the creepiest thing about that picture is? That's not even the most creepy, like, costume thing I've seen. Like, that one's bad, but it's not, like, that bad. Oh, you should see the original, you see the ones that they had for opening day, which are the same ones, but they were from the Disney Ice Capade, so they had, like, cuts Ugh. in the face so the skaters can see. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. The worst part about that picture is you can see the guy's eyeball in it if you zoom in. That's, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that. That was creepy enough to watch it, to look at it one time. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm excited, you know. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. You don't have to worry about the Patriots. They're going to have another consecutive late season collapse. Trust mm. me. They've done it three times in a row. There's nothing they've done with their team, and you look at how bad Mac Jones is playing. Mm-hmm. They, they, 
they have a tough schedule up ahead. They still haven't played the Bills. They still got to play Miami. They got to play the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the other games where they can't rely on their defense and special teams, they're going to have to have their offense pick up the slack. And mm-hmm. with the way they're going, it's not picking up any slack anytime soon. I mean, they just got the Colts head coach fired. Like, that's how many points they hung on him. What was it, 35 to, like, 3 yesterday? Yeah, but I, that was more on everything else. Not, that yeah. was more on just the sheer ineptitude of the Colts, not the Patriots offense playing good. That's kind of what I'm hoping for as well. I... I hope we can just take care of business because if we beat them in Foxborough next week or two weeks from now, you're talking like, what are we? We would be, we would then be seven and three, and they would be five and four. I think is that right? Uh, yeah. Five and five, five and five. I think it's five. I don't know. Whatever. It would be. It, yeah. We need to win this game in New England next week. Two weeks. Oh, no, you need to win this game. Like I said, you got there's a lot of easy games. Like I said, that's probably like I said the fourth. Easiest game left. Like in terms of difficulty, it's it's Lions easiest to hardest Lions, Bears, Jaguars, Patriots, then probably the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Bills. Yeah, I would probably flip the Jaguars and the Bills right, or the, sorry, the Jaguars and the uh, Bears. They're they're close. I yeah, would say I'd rather Jaguars I'd rather game, play. Jaguars game is Thursday night. That's true. And that's at home for us, too. So that's a cold-weather game. So potentially we catch Trevor Lawrence in, like, a snowy blizzard. <laughs> With the way the weather's been, it's probably going to be... Probably it's going to be 80 degrees and like, sunny. It was, like, 80 degrees in my house today. And I'm, like, North Jersey. That's it is cra- like, bananas. It's crazy right now. It's too hot. I had my, like... I had, like, clicked my heat on, like, three weeks ago just to, like, have it in the event it, like, dropped too low. And, like, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it's so hot. I flipped everything back off. I had the fans going. I got the the wind, uh, like, the, the windows open and everything. Ugh. Vinny, thank you so much for the call. That's it. You're been ejected here. From the cockpit. Who we got? Call from Carson. Carson, what's up, dude? How you doing tonight? What's going on, Ryan? How are we doing this afternoon? Dude, I'm doing well. I'm feeling more confident than after the Patriot game. I was like a little bit of doom and gloom. <laughs> I was trying to stay positive, but this yeah. week has me feeling good. Yeah, so so three things uh, I'd like to talk about. Um, sure. Going into the bye and going, you know, seeing how we're seeing sort of like the midway point of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so three things. Um, one. Um, are the people that were on the bus for Fire, Fire Sala, Fire LeFleur, were, were, are they still around? Because I want to know and see what they think about this coaching staff now. now that, oh, you know, dude, there's no way they're around. There's no way they're around. They've changed their tune a little bit. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're, you're you're, you're still going to get the faction of I don't believe in Zach versus I do believe in Zach. And I think that's a fine right. argument to go back and forth on. I think that that's totally valid right now. I think it's too early right. to judge Zach. Uh, but I understand why people may be out of that. And listen, listen, Zach Wilson is uh, again. I want to touch on that subject that you just brought up. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson is an awesome talent. I think a lot of Jets fans can see the talent. He makes really good throws. The arm angles that he's throwing at are Stafford-like, Mahomes-like agree. in terms of being being able to change arm angles. You, you saw a throw to Barrios mm-hmm. the other day. I believe it was uh, Terrell Basham came off the edge, put up mm-hmm. his arms, and he slinged it almost at like a three-quarter arm angle. To Barrios on the side on a third and two, dude. He did it. Um, he did it a few times so, yesterday. 
Yeah, they slow so mode it, it down. Was, I'm like, how is he impressive. doing that? So it's pretty impressive. So a lot of Jets fans can see the talent. It's mm-hmm. just consistency from him. And mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, if people actually like, and I hate knocking on uh, Jets fans, I do. Sure. We're a family, right? <laughs> it's but, all right. So but you got to fight with your family is, sometimes. It's okay. Right, right. This is the San Francisco system. Name me a mm-hmm. quarterback in the Kyle Shanahan system ever, wherever he's been, Cleveland, Atlanta, San Francisco, where the quarterback had to throw the ball 40 times. It doesn't exist because mm-hmm. it didn't happen. Alex Smith, he didn't throw the ball a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo is a 25, maybe 30 throw guy game, depending on score, mm-hmm. right? Why do we need Zach to throw the ball 30 times? He need, he could be a game manager and just pound, pound the ball down their throat. I don't understand that facet. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's... Well, I think that's You'll definitely what I think. I think that's definitely where Sal and LaFleur fall. Like, I think they definitely want to keep Zach sub 30 throwing right. attempts. I think yeah. if you're throwing more than that, it's because you're behind. Uh, and that's, right. you know, it, that's sort of a victim of circumstance at that point. Like, you kind of have to give right. up on the run. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see how, because Kyle Shanahan was with RG3 and Cousins in yeah. Washington. I'd, I'm curious to see what they looked like there. Yeah. Two, two more things, real. Two more things, real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah. I get Fire away. Show. Okay, Lafleur. Uh, we need to discuss. All right, one problem and one really good thing. Okay, Lafleur and the red zone has been questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw it against New England. We saw it against Green Bay. We saw it against Cincinnati, and we saw it this last week against the Bills, where we could have put the game completely away or sent it mm-hmm. to overtime if they went to go score a touchdown. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get your take. I'll listen to after I get you know kicked um, to the whole Lafleur thing um, on what you have to say about that and in house. For right mm-hmm. tackle, because we've been getting a big boost from Nate Herbig at that mm-hmm. right guard position. Very good surprise. Yep. Do you think? Do you think after this season that they could swing ABT out to tackle and keep Herbig at right guard? I want to get your take on that, but I want to let another caller in. So I go do. Jets. I love you, Ryan. I love Ugh, you, Ryan. Keep dude, it going. I just want your me, take on those two. Things. Rem, remind me real quick on the Lafleur take. I, I was I was focused on the <laughs> the, the ABT one. Okay. Well, okay. So so the Herbig at right guard, uh, ABT yep. at right tackle after the season's over. Yep. Fleur in the red zone. Okay. He's been questionable with his play calling. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been a couple times where we've been down to the five or seven, mm-hmm. and we've struggled to get the ball in the end zone. I just want to get mm-hmm. your take on that. And last week he struggled. We could have put the game away up seven instead of up three. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Green Bay game, they got stopped seven, eight times on the goal line. New mm-hmm. England game, the Cincinnati game. I just want to get your take on that. Ooh, good stuff. Love it. You've been in charge. Ah, you're out of here. All right, so let me give this the uh, the mental processing power that it deserves. But before I get into those questions, Adam dropped in with super chat said Jets versus Chiefs in the playoffs. Thoughts? I would love to see that matchup. I really would. Like as much as like you don't want to verse Mahomes in the playoffs and you don't want to verse Mahomes really like ever. It's a testament to our team, our staff, that if you can get to the playoffs and you go up against the chiefs and you put on a halfway decent showing like no one's picking the jets to win that game in arrowhead forget about it but if the jets keep it close especially this year watch out for next year watch out and i think the jets can win this game i really do um, all right, so he wants to touch on, Carson wanted to talk on two different points. So the Michael Floor thing first, red zone offense. I think a lot of this has to do with Zach Wilson and their confidence in him, or maybe a little bit lack thereof, uh, with maybe some questionable um, decision-making. And I do think that when they got down to the, like inside the 15-yard line or 20-yard line, whatever it was yesterday, 
I think there was a conscious effort in, hey, let's run the clock out as much as possible while trying to score a touchdown. Hey, Zach, it's third down right now. If you don't see a wide open player, take the sack. Take the sack. That is 100% the right move. So when you say we had two sacks yesterday, one of the sacks was the one like that Zach deliberately took. <laughs> like, it, like that was that was fine. As far as, you know, moving forward, I think once we have more confidence in Zach making the correct read, I think we'll allow him a little more, I don't want to call it magic, but some of that like scrambling ability because Zach's legs, he's so fast and escapable. Like he should be running in for a lot of touchdowns. I think he's got like five over the course of his uh, career so far, and that could definitely be higher. He's got to use his legs more. I love seeing him run for the first downs the two times we got to see him. So so for me, I don't. maybe a little bit of it is on the floor. I would say it's probably a 50-50 split between the two of them. As far as the other thing, Herbig. So her, it, what would happen if the Jets decided, hey, let's keep Herbig at right guard. AVT played well at tackle. Let's plug him in at tackle. I'm not opposed to that at all. I, if you wanted to plug AVT in at left tackle and then have uh, you let Fant walk, you have Dwayne Brown become your backup for next year, and then you have Becton and Mitchell on the right-hand side competing. Obviously, you hope Becton can you know, be the guy, but at, at worst, you have two guys that are perfectly capable of starting on that right-hand side, and then you still have AVT like, that you could flex inside if there's a guard injury. And then you have Brown that could pop out. So I, I don't think I want to rely on AVT to be the tackle. I'd rather it be um, like a solid emergency kind of role. But I wouldn't be opposed to it, if that makes sense. Like I'm not, I'm still, like tackle's still a very big need. Like for me, at the end of the season, if Tunsil becomes an option, and you could move your first-round pick or anything less than a first-round pick, I'm going out and I'm getting Tunsil because I think this is our window. This is where you're going to start seeing the... Uh, we're at the stage in our development right now as a team. If you have an opportunity to improve your team, the way Miami did with Tyreek Hill, the way Miami did with Bradley Chubb, that will be the Jets next year. This is one year too early for us. And we were right on that cusp. If we beat the Patriots last week, Jets would have made a big move. That would have been the signal. And I think that was that was kind of the tipping point. But I do think next year, I think we'll, we'll swing some picks because we need proven players at this point. We don't need more rookies. Our team is so young as is. It's going to be interesting. I started looking a little bit of like, oh, what would I do in a mock offseason? Looking at some of like the guys we got to resign and whatnot. This is going to be a hard one. <laughs> it's a lot easier when you cut people and like say, okay, we're bringing in this guy and that guy and this dude. It's a lot tougher when the cap space gets a little bit smaller. And you got a few more guys hitting free agency. Who we got? Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's up, man? I am hanging in there. Very, How are you feeling about exciting. yesterday's win? I'm feeling great. I was just um, reminiscing today about the times I've lived as a Jets fan. It's been so traumatizing and sad. <laughs> just invested every day into this, and now finally we have a bright future. 
how old are you if you don't mind me asking i'm 18 I'm oh 18. she haven't even got through like the pain <laughs> It's like I've I mean, I've been I'll, alive like for, actually through, I would I say lived through the Adam I lived through the yes. Adam era and that was enough pain for me. So. I was gonna say eight, eighteen years old puts you probably in that realm of like almost being aware of like the two thousand nine two thousand ten teams like that oh eight oh nine two thousand ten that was a yeah. really great stretch like we should have won a Super Bowl one of those three years. Um, so I, became, I became a fan like two years after that, so I didn't get the, I didn't I didn't get to see that. So you have lived through a horrible stretch of Jets. <laughs> like yeah, least, like exactly. my childhood, I start like I really started. I mean, I remember the one in 15 year, but then it was like, okay, Vinny Testaverde going to the championship game. Chad Pennington had a few years of playoffs. Then it was Favre. Then it was like the 2009 and 10 years with Sanchez. Like I lived through like a pretty yeah. solid stretch of like Jets, like probably the most successful stretch of Jets like history with the exception yeah, of like Yeah, but this is this is going to be more successful. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's cuz there is there there is faith. There is young players, there's hope. You can see it all developing, all percolating. It's right there for yeah. the taking. I had a question um what do you so next year's um free agency draft class? I'm looking and I'm thinking which positions do we need to improve? I don't really know. I feel like every position is quite solid mm-hmm. on this team. What do you think who should we sign who should we trade for? So there's definitely going to be positions of need right now. Like off the top of my head, left tackle, center, linebacker, safety. Those are are four critical. Even with like these players coming back and like yes, safeties are playing really well right now. Safeties are playing well. I like Whitehead. Joiner's 33. I'm I'm not rolling the dice on that unless they really love one of their backup guys right now. Um, But I would I would draft safety. I would draft linebacker. I would draft center. And I would trade our first round pick for Tunsil. That would be kind of what I'm sort of looking at. I would like, I don't know where I want to go in free agency. Maybe you pick up one linebacker in free agency, but I would mainly want to focus on retaining our own guys and paying our good players. Like I want Quinn and Williams to sign a monster contract. And then he's just here for the next five years. What's our salary cap looking like next year? So next year, I actually, I have it up right now. Um, so we have about five, if, if spot track is correct right now, we would be rolling over just under $5 million from 2022 into 2023, which would give us about $24 million in salary cap space with a bunch of guys we can cut if we wanted to, like you could move yeah. on from Carl Lawson. If you wanted to save 15 million, you could move on from Corey Davis, save 10.5 million. John Franklin Myers wow. saves you 5.2 million. Uh, you could move on from CJ Mosley, 6.5 million. You could move on if you wanted to from Lake and Tomlinson. That would be a bad move in my opinion. That would save you eight and a half million, 8.8 million. So there's, there's ways to create salary cap, but it's not ways I want to, I guess right now, but those four positions, center safety, linebacker, left tackle. Those are the four that I'm keying in on. All right, cool. Thanks. Love it, brother. Thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. What do we got? We got 20 minutes left. Caller on the line. From James in Florida. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. Man, I've been trying to get through for two hours. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry about uh, that. What's going on? That's all right. With uh, what's going on right now, I would just like to stop and thank Adam Gates. Think about this. Yes. If that guy hadn't been hired, we wouldn't have Joe Douglas. Dude, butterfly effect, right? And I love this guy. Look at the 
this guy brings in like Herbig right now. He looks like he's a really good player. Yeah. This guy finds players. Uh, the other guy, Bryce Huff, is the UDFA. Bryce he Huff, John Franklin players. Myers, Quincy Williams, Braxton Berrios, like the, like waiver wire guys, like Joe Douglas. As much as people want to shit on him for his 2020 draft, his 2021 and 22 drafts look rock solid, and his talent acquisition, both from trade aspect, free agent aspect, and from waiver wire pickups, the dude knows talent. He certainly does. And about that 2020 draft, mm-hmm. I think people don't realize when when you look, Mims has the talent. Has he been able to put it together with the Jets? No. But the talent's there. You can't deny it. And it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Becton. When he stays, if he can stay healthy, he'd mm-hmm. be a great left tackle. We saw that his rookie year. I well, that's just it, right? Like, like I don't have an issue with with Douglas's talent uh, evaluation process. Makai Becton, incredibly talented, was arguably like on pace to be the best tackle in the league, like through his rookie year. Like everyone was like gushing over this guy. Mims, incredibly talented. And then you got to remember, too, this was the COVID year with the combine and the limited uh, meetings and everything. So the Jets went with high RAS score guys, R-A-S, relative athletic scores. Mm -hmm. Zuniga, highly athletic. Ashton Davis did not have a RAS score because he was injured. Incredibly athletic, so you'd have to imagine he would be right up there as well. So the top four guys, incredibly uh, athletic from that uh, RAS score that that they throw out there. And then you have guys like... Clark, who didn't play at all. Uh, the Morgan pick was really weird. That one that one stunk of Gase or of like, hey, this is like Flacco, <laughs> like almost, and that's like what Joe Douglas was kind of going for. I Like, Bryce Hall was the best pick from that draft, and Braden Mann, and like, Bryce Hall can't even see the field. But even he has, t- I mean, he's a fairly good cornerback. I mean, oh, he's yeah. not Solis, and he's not DJ Reed. But no, I mean, but he, he was a starter really last year, and I think you could trade him for, like, a fourth or a fifth-round pick if you wanted to, but there's no reason. He's so valuable as depth right now, you just hold on to him. Absolutely. I, I just think this guy, he's the great – I'm Green Bean's age. I'm 55, mm-hmm. and I've watched the Jets. I told you earlier, you mm-hmm. dragged me back into this, and I'm glad <laughs> you did. I'm glad. Because this team is really freaking exciting. Right? This is like this I is the first it. time in years that we can actually hold our head high and say like we have players that other teams wish they had. Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, uh Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. Like <laughs> the list goes on and on. It's it's so cool. The Jets haven't had this in so long. Like since Revis, that's the last time we had someone that I feel like other teams actually want. Like maybe Jamal for a little bit, but like seriously wanted at good positions. The Revis years. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected. Ah, You're out of here! Boys and girls, we have 15 minutes, 16 minutes left in this show. If you want to call in, numbers on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. You get yourself the chicken. You're out of here! Who we got? From Charlie. Charlie, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Brian, what's up, dude? How you doing? Ah, I'm hanging in there. How you feeling after yesterday's win? Oh, man, it was it was it was just so you know relief uh you know huge relief. But they actually have a good fucking defense this year. Right? Oh, dude, they're like <laughs> so filthy awesome, good man. too. <laughs> 
like I Dude, I was like so cautiously awesome optimistic team. because of the quarterbacks we were playing, but like we are really friggin' good. Dude, yes, I mean it, and and our offense, I mean it looked a little, you know, it, it, it looked a little way better than the Patriots game, and that's because I was at the Patriots game. The Patriots game was actually my first ever home game in MetLife Stadium. So, and then we ended up losing. I was just. Dude, I wish, <laughs> I wish we could have captured then, a win. I would have loved that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that was my first ever home game. Uh, I'm from South Texas, so you oh, know, nice. way, way, way far away from 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 New York. So, anyways, yeah. So it was just so you know, my girlfriend was telling me yesterday throughout the game, like, hey, like we went to the wrong game. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> dude. There's no way, no way would I have chosen the Bills game over the Patriots game. No shot. Exactly. Like not exactly, in a hundred years. But yeah, dude, it was just it was just such a relief to see, you know, we have a really good defense, man. I mean, we're top mm. top three defense for sure, maybe top five. But yeah. it's like it's it's just such a relief to see, and it's you know, uh, it just takes me back to those days where we had the dominating mm. defense, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just it's just really, really, really good to see. Dude, is there any team in the NFL that you would be scared of with our corners and their weapons? Like for me, I'm looking at. Miami like like I think that's the only team I can think of like I'm a, I'm afraid yeah, of like the Chiefs because of Mahomes but not because of their weapons like maybe the Bengals uh, yeah, then, with Chase and like that crew of guys when they're fully healthy but like I, uh-huh. I trust our defense against like anyone it's nice yeah <laughs> man and, and Miami just got to a back too so it's like I you know, know he's balling as well so I mean it's kind of it's gonna be it's gonna be tough you know, Dude, I'm tough, like, but... I'm I'm two for two on quarterbacks. I was like, screw that guy. Tua sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Allen, <laughs> that guy blows. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, exactly. I, I said it about Mac Jones, too. I still feel that way about Mac Jones, but like, oh, man, I hope I'm not wrong on that one, too. I hope, I hope so, too, man. Yeah, and then uh, I'm actually going to be going back to New York in, for the Bears game, actually. It's going to be my other... Oh, uh, nice. My boss ended up. My boss ended up getting me and uh, my buddy tickets. My buddy has a Bears fan from down here as well. No, oh, uh, that's they cool. Got, he got us tickets to go see the go see him out there. So we're gonna go back a couple weeks, mm-hmm. be over there, live it up. You know, jet life. That's gonna be a fun game to go to, and I, I'm curious to see how the weather works out because I believe that is the is that the game just before Thanksgiving or is it just after Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's it's the, it's the game uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. Okay. Because I don't yeah. know if we'll have I, if weather becomes a factor, we might it's have issues. Cold, I Be, yeah, I don't mind it being cold. I don't mind like mm-hmm. us throwing the ball. I am a little concerned about Justin Fields. If we just prevent him from running, I have no problem with that. Running. We should we should win that game. But um, it's definitely it's a little more interesting now than it would have been like five weeks ago. Totally 100%. different team for Chicago. Brother, thank you so much for calling. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Good stuff. I don't know if I'm going to go to another game this year. Um, I went to week one and I went to the Patriot game. So I'm I'm 0 for 2 on games I've gone to. And we have three losses. Ugh. Lovely. I would say if I were to pick another game, the Jacksonville Thursday night one is the one that is exciting or like maybe we all rolled deep to Miami <laughs> final week of the season. Yo, win the division from Jets Mike. Yo, what's up Jets Mike? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm celebrating, you know, the great win 
We have Hell the Cinderella yeah. team now. Dude, it feels good, right? Get us our glass slipper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just want to just progress as a team. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to play with us. Right? Like, how different has this coaching staff changed the culture? Like, you have Quan Alexander, Whitehead, Reed, Tomlinson, all wanting to come to the Jets because of LaFleur, because of their connections to the coaching staff. Now, because of the talent on the team, next year's going to be exciting. You're going to get guys signing for a little bit less because they know there's a ring coming. Yeah, I mean, you said it, the culture. Everybody is the next man up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way the team responded to the Elijah Moore comments, like Sauce and CJ and Corey Davis, like these guys pulled Elijah Moore inside and said, cut the shit. Like, yo, we're like, we got to take care of business. Like these guys are self-policing themselves and it's absolutely, absolutely awesome to watch. What do you want to see next as far as depth on the team? Like obviously Mm -hmm. the offensive line. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I for me, I think my biggest concern going into next year is probably offensive line because of left tackle and center just because McGovern's not under contract, and I don't know if we have left tackle covered. Um, if Brown stays healthy and continues to play at this current level, we do have him under contract for next year, so I'm not super, super concerned. Like, There's a few ways we could probably go about handling left tackle. Um, center is a big one for me. Like, I would almost rather retain McGovern because of his, um, because of Zach's knowledge with how he operates. Um, when you swap out a center, it is just such a dicey transition. Um, I was hoping we would take one this year. So that way we can roll with one next year without having to draft one or bring one in. So I'm a little concerned with where we might have to go that way. But as far as like depth goes, I don't know how you can't be worried about linebacker. I mean, Mosley may be gone, and then Quincy and Quan uh, are both free agents after the year. So, like, I do you trust Nasseraldine and Sherwood? Like, maybe you trust Sherwood a little bit after, like, the little bit you saw from yesterday. But there, there's going to be some Resign lighter positions. Resign your guys. Keep them. Well, that that's exactly it, right? So the, if the Jets have $24 million in salary cap space, now you have to make some decisions. Do you release Carl Lawson? Do you release Corey Davis? Do you release... CJ Mosley, so you can retain guys like Connor McGovern, like Quincy Williams, maybe someone like Quan Alexander, and then maybe you bring in some other talent. Like you, you kind of have to tread that line because, like, I don't want to get rid of Lawson or Corey Davis. Like those are two that I would prefer to hold on to. Um, I understand getting rid of Davis purely because of the amount of weapons we have, but I would rather trade Elijah Moore and keep Davis than hold on to more and just have him kind of be redundant on this team. Uh, who knows? Maybe you could flip Elijah Moore for like a proven player at a position of need. Like if there's some capacity where you can say like, Hey, I'm going to trade you Elijah Moore and our second round pick Texans. We're going to pay uh Dwayne Brown or uh, not Dwayne Brown, uh, Laramie Tunsil. Larry Sign Tunsil. me up. I'll take Love it. It. Boom. You're out of here. Been ejected. Who we got? Oh, he hung up on me. Sorry, dude. I was answering your phone call. And you just left me hanging. We've got seven minutes left. Who we got on the phones? From Captain Savage. Ooh, Captain Savage. How you doing, brother? 
Oh my God, brother. Can you fucking believe it? This fucking roller coaster ride of a season. We Dude, go just down up to the and down. And- <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm at Six Flags of Bush Gardens or something. It's right. ridiculous, bro. Ugh. I mean, but goddamn. Yo, the team pulled it out. A great fucking win, man. The defense, yo, this defense is looking special more mm. and more every week, man. I mean, what's your thoughts, brother? Can this be like a, a fucking Ravens defense or, or a Steel Crew defense or one of those like elite defenses? Talk to yes. me, brother. Yes, absolutely. Because you look at the defensive pieces that we are losing. Like, you're going to lose Sheldon Rankins. You're going to lose Solomon Thomas. I'm not overly concerned about them. And then you got to figure out the linebackers and one safety. And I think you could retain Quan and Quincy for relatively cheap. I would love to renegotiate CJ and bring him back and draft some linebackers behind him. Um, Safety-wise, I'm not sure what to do. I I don't really know... I don't want to spend big. Like at one point I probably would have been like, Hey, Jesse Bates, like he's coming over here. hundred percent. Not on that at all. I would rather draft the safety and, and let him ball out. Um, but this defense can be special. I mean, you look at the core pieces, the defensive line, Clemens, Johnson, Huff, Quinnen, uh, all under contract for, for a long time. You still have, you know, Lawson under contract for next year. You've got JFM under contract, I think for two more years. And then you have the corners. Reed's under contract for another two after the season. Sauce, another four. Michael Carter, another two. Like, the, like the team is built. And I think if you can keep these guys winning and, and having excitement together, I think as much as they will obviously try to benefit themselves in terms of contract, I could see guys taking slightly less or maneuvering contracts in ways that allow them to continue to play together. And I mean, obviously, there's going to be certain guys you're going to have to trade away. Like good teams that draft well, what do good teams do? They draft well, they have cheap contracts. When the guys get too expensive, they trade them away for more draft picks. Right. Or they let them walk and they get a comp pick. That's what we need to get to. We're not there yet. No, not yet. But, you know, another thing, fuck you, Brady Quinn. Yo, I love your video on that whole scenario. Screw him. You know oh, dude, like, I... Thank you. Yo, brother, thank you so much for doing that, man. I oh. appreciate you so much for that because that scumbag, man, all he's known is losing. And how dare he fix his lips to say anything about the Jets? Look at your own career first, brother. Are you Ooh. out of your mind? Did you see <laughs> like, the uh, Buffalo Jet fan tweeted something? It was like... uh the Jets now have more, or Zach Wilson has more wins since he came back from injury than Brady Quinn has in his career. I think is I, thought, I think that's what the stat was. <laughs> it was like something screwy oh, like that. I, I love it. I love it. Yo, shout out to the O line, man. I mean, these guys are, are our heroes. The way they held up against this Buffalo team. <laughs> I know where he was going. He's not. He's on a great roll. Great roll, dude. This offensive line. Against this Bills defense, impressive. Oh, look who our last caller of the night's going to be. From Chris from Florida. To accept, press one. Oh, oh, Chris, take us home. Let's go. Guys, let's look forward to the next up and coming two weeks. Let's all band together and let's fill up 
those stadiums over mm-hmm. at the enemies because we're still undefeated on the road. Here we come, Bill Belichick. Best watch out. I'm at work right now, guys, and my boss is still a Dolphins fan, so I got to keep it low because he's a hater. Mm-hmm. But we're going to the playoffs. We're uh, going to the playoffs. Dude, J-E-G-S, I want. Jets, Jets, Jets. That is the loudest silent chant I've ever heard. I love it. <laughs> It's fantastic. Dude, your boss, I want him to just cry because Tua Tungavailoa is just not the quarterback he thought they were getting with that top pick. I want Tyreek Hill to not do anything. The dude's got like 1,100 yards through the season. And the Jets bottled him up. They bottled up Waddle. Now, we bottled him up with their third string quarterback that's what it's going to come back to right like the way i'm watching miami right now they took buffalo down to the wire and buffalo had like every player out they weren't at full strength for us but we weren't at full strength either so like in my mind when i'm looking at it we beat buffalo straight up and we were missing three of our best players you know buffalo missing tradavius white you know, I'm sure there's some other guys that I just... Milano they were missing. Uh, I'm sure there's a few other guys out there. But when you look at the Jets and, like, what we do, like, Corey Davis is our top receiver. AVT is our top offensive lineman. You use him friggin' 60 plays a game. Uh, and then you have friggin' Brees Hall, our best offensive weapon. We're missing all three, and we beat the Bills. Think about that for a second. Jets get to play against Miami. And all these rookies that have had all season right now, they've played nine weeks. We play Miami the last game of the season. You're going to have 17 weeks, basically a full first year under your belt to go up against these guys. Could you imagine? We roll into week 18. Buffalo, because of the injury to Josh Allen, kind of gets knocked off to the side. I don't think the Patriots are going to be a a factor uh, as we kind of go a little bit further into this thing. Jets and Miami come down to the final game of the season. Is it for the division? Is it to get into the playoffs? I'm fascinated to see where it goes. Becca and I are like half considering, depending on what happens with the Jet game and like the next few weeks, if that seems like that last week is like win and in, maybe we make a trip to Miami. <laughs> I got some family down there. Maybe that's the play. I don't know. I'm 0-2 going to games this year, so I feel like I probably shouldn't. I feel like I should stay home and like not do that. I don't know. I don't want to do that, though. <sighs> Just get excited. I love watching the Jets win. There's nothing like being in the stadium when it's rocking. That Jet chant gets so loud. Like, as loud as the Patriot game was, when the Jets are actually winning, Drew says he's going to Gillette for the next game. Can't wait. He's from Massachusetts. Man, you got a bunch of mass holes up there. I was just up there. Beck and I were just up in uh, Boston. We went up to Maine, stopped in Salem. We were at uh, Portsmouth for a little bit. Stopped in Rhode Island on the way back. Really nice. What kills me? (laughs) Boston is my, like, probably my favorite city. Favorite city I've been to. I've been to it, like, three different times. The first time I went there, I was like, oh, man, it's going to be like New York City. It's going to be, you know, a bunch of assholes, and, like, it's going to be packed everywhere. 
ah, dude, it's like everyone's super nice. <laughs> and like, there's not a ton of people out on the road. I hate that I like Boston because of their sports franchises. Becca was like, I swear to God, if we can't go to Boston because there's Patriot fans up there and the, and the Jets just lost a game, I'm gonna be so upset with you. <laughs> I was like, no, it's it's okay. I'm not quite that crazy. Um, <laughs> Ryan looks like a Bostonian. Uh, I do, because I'm Irish, right? That's probably why. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Boys and girls, we have 713 people who participated in our live stream poll in the chat. 713 votes. Will the Jets make the playoffs? 67% said yes, the wild card. 28% said yes, the division winner. 4% said no. Womp. 4%. Our Dolphins fans, our Patriot fans, our Bills fans. Screw the 4%. Boys and girls, if you're still hanging out, hit the like button. goes a long way. If you enjoy what you're listening to, if you enjoy the call-in show and you want to see, not necessarily more of it, but you want to see it continue to grow and continue to go, hit the like button. Drop a comment down below. It really, it actually does help the algorithm. Believe it or not. I know a lot of people say it, but it does help this video. And the channel, get in front of some more eyes. So if you want to help the channel, if you don't throw a super chat, if you don't watch the ads, <laughs> don't do whatever, at least leave a comment, drop a like, something like that. But boys, the Jets are six and three, heading into the bye, heading into the bye. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This Jets team is going to have a lot of opportunities coming up. And we are a good friggin' football team. We can play with any team in the league. This defense can beat any offense in the league. Can hang with them. Boys and girls, thank you so much for hanging in there. My name's Ryan. I've been your pilot. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S.